0: Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert?
1: This is dinner for dessert.
0: Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I have three questions for you today. Okay. All three of them are thought provoking as always. They vary in degree of seriousness okay Do you want me to ask you all three at the same time I'll try uh, yeah. well, I'll try. I don't know if that's physically possible
2: <laughs> I meant like in a in a rapid fire order, or are you going to like ask one I'll answer
0: one ask one I'll answer one and
2: the, then you you get, the, you get the and then you'll ask the other one I'll answer that one. yep.
0: Yeah the latter i love how you had to finish it like because you had two out of three already you're like you asked one i'll answer one your last one i'll answer one and, and then like the last then you'll ask one and i'll answer one And then yeah.
2: you, and you just redid it which makes it even better
0: just think about how high quality this last 20 seconds of radio has been <laughs> Listen, so we 're sticklers
2: for the rules, so
0: I know we need to you know we need to lay out the ground rules before we start. You would think that we would prepare before the show and like talk about how we're gonna how we're gonna do it not an, no. not an ounce We like to let the audience uh behind the uh curtain mm-hmm. to see the uh the Wizard of Oz is just some old guy pulling levers
2: <laughs> What a good reference thank you, thank
0: you all right so i 'm going to ask you all three
2: you're sitting like a guest on a on a talk show right now
0: sometimes I cross my legs like a mini, you know. <laughs> Is a ninny a word? I don't know.
2: Cotton headed ninny muggins, I guess it might yeah.
0: be. Yeah. Um, you know, it happens from time to time. I get ninny ish. Um, I'm going to ask all three. Okay. And they're kind of se- serious questions. Okay. They're like deep. Okay. Like Jack Handy deep? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not, not funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Question number one uh-huh. What is your greatest accomplishment in your life? Uh,
2: honestly, it's probably the entire, like, everything we did with the band. The fact that we were able to write songs, record them professionally, book a whole multiple month tour by ourselves with, like, no one else's help, get a vehicle and a trailer, get everyone in it, and
0: then do it. Yeah, it was like Project Adventure from, <laughs> you remember Project Adventure in yeah. high school? We had to figure out, how, like, how do you get everybody from one side of the gym to the other yeah. with all these rules? And like, we, we like did we it in a real life version.
2: You know how many people like try that and don't succeed? So I'm like, that's a really big accomplishment in my life.
0: That's a good answer. Um, on that topic, I've been thinking about it the last couple of days. I don't know if anyone would ever read it, but I've been wanting to re- write a book. It's it's in my uh, it's in my to do list, my bucket list for life, right? And um, to your point about your greatest accomplishment being the band, and uh, one of the things that I think is really cool about uh, you and me and, and 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 all the guys is we have these ideas that otherwise could just be like drunken talk, like oh we should do insert thing, and th- the difference is we actually do it. Yeah, like oh we should start a podcast. Okay, let's and do what, it. What okay, like, what, next Saturday, come to my house. Yeah. We'll figure out how to do this, you and, know?
2: And now we're like a decade in.
0: Yeah, or, oh, we should start a band, and everybody laughed at us. Everyone. Talked smack. You know how yeah. much sh- SHIT talk <laughs> people had? Remember when we worked at that the bar of the library, and like, you guys can't start a band. Yeah. Like, you guys are, you know, basically wannabes like oh you guys are posers like trying it's like uh i've been playing punk rock since i was 12 so i'm pretty sure i got my uh my punk rock badge then we played
2: a show at said bar and packed it out and views changed immediately
0: yeah yeah so that's what i'm talking about like
2: those feelings were good feelings you know like and i we always we always bring up this one uh show we played in santa fe fullerton california and uh like Watching people in the audience sing our songs from literally the other side of the country. Like, at that point, we were, you know, obviously, there was no radio play. There was, like, nothing. Like, YouTube was barely. It didn't exist yet. Oh, no, maybe it did exist at that point. But it was in, like, early days. Like, you know, so nobody had really, like, we didn't have, you know, hundreds of thousands of views on our videos. But there were people in California singing our songs while we were playing them. And it was like the greatest feeling to me. I'll never forget that moment.
0: Absolutely. I, I I agree. That was, I think about that all the time. Especially the fact that, and have we told that story a million times on the show probably? I, how nobody in the band wanted to play I don't know it. if
2: we've ever like really gotten into it. That one, like that specific show has a really good story
0: behind it. Yeah. Essentially, the night before, so we were in LA, we had a bunch of, Bad luck in a row, and including the van, our original tour van breaking down like for good, and we were stranded. Um, It was on its last legs at this point, and we played one show at something called Anarchy Library. I think I think it was just in like regular LA. It was yeah, it was in it was in downtown LA or whatever, and which I'll next time I'm there, I'm going there in a couple weeks. I'm gonna see if it still exists. Place was cool. The place was cool, but uh, there was three people there. Mm-hmm. and those three people were our girlfriends mm-hmm. uh the microphones were not gra- like the, the the whole stage was not grounded properly so every time i sang i got electrocuted dead serious i had to wrap a t-shirt around the microphone to provide some layer of protection between me and the electricity that was, was melting awful. my upper lip awful and we asked our girlfriends to like at least, hey, can you stand and like wa- like get close to the stage, like so we could at least feel like we're playing a show and not playing to like a, like a you know an empty bar with literally nobody watching us. Um, and they were like, they wouldn't do it, and that annoyed us. And I think that set it just off set okay, off yeah a whole set of a whole chain of events for the rest of the night where we were all arguing with our girlfriends. Morale was at like an all time low. We all kind of like split out. like the band, like the band like went to sleep in different places. Like everybody, just it was a weird thing. It was the only time that whole it was like a two month tour too. It was the only time where, um, things got tense, and it was only for one night. And it wasn't between the band members really at that point, um, but it just was a weird vibe. So half half the band went to. The next morning, went, or next, like I don't know, noontime, went to a barbecue at a friend of ours' place in Hermosa Beach. And it was like a whole day of day drinking. And me and Eric didn't go, I guess because we were pissed off at everybody. Yeah,
2: we kind of just did our own thing.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what we did all day, but we, we definitely uh, were not in, a, in the mood to party. We were pissed off at everybody, pretty much. <laughs> and, but we had a show that night, and... We got a tech, started getting text messages from the other guys in the band like, oh, you know, let's cancel the show tonight. It's probably going to suck anyway. And it was basically, I don't blame them. Morale was low and they were having a blast now mm-hmm. at a party, you know, day drinking all day in the sun at Hermosa Beach, meeting all new people. I get it. I if if we were there, we probably would have been like, yeah, let's let's cancel this yeah. show. But me and Eric were like, absolutely not. If you guys don't come, we'll just play it acoustic. We'll figure out a way. We're we're not canceling the show. We're playing.
2: So we we got like ready. We got dressed. We got prepped to go there. Never having played these songs as just like an acoustic duo, but that's what we were going to do. That we were going to do it.
0: We were. It was so decisive too. There was not even, and there was no like. Flip flopping, and me and Eric's head like we were just like we are playing the show no matter what. Yep. Even if it's just acoustic guitar and two microphones, we'll figure it out. The rest of the guys in the band, I think they felt, you know, they felt bad. I think we we you know our message was (laughs) was received um, and delivered, so they showed up and uh, they 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 they, you know they agreed to play the show. We ended up having one of the best shows of that whole tour that night we played super tight it was outdoors yeah at it was- a place called santa fe cafe it was on the train station platform at <laughs> in fullerton california
2: and not like the trains you think like the long island railroad like the like the cross-country cargo train like train track platform
0: yeah it was like one train every three hours kind of platform and it was it was basically like a hookah bar yeah outside and uh we played right on the train platform for I would say I mean it wasn't a huge show but maybe like seventy fifty to seventy. Yeah, it people. was like a
2: nice turnout of of kids, and when we started playing our music, they were all singing along. And like me and you looked at each other like, dude, if we would have missed, we would have missed this if we would have just let the other guys convince us not to play this show.
0: It was the first time actually in the entire history of. Deciding tonight, I think no, I think this will be right. It's the first time that we played a show outside of like our the local scene, where everyone was there to actually see us, and they were complete strangers. Yes, it was the first time we're like, oh man, we could have actual fans that are not just like our friends. Yeah. Ever. I mean, it started becoming, you know, lucky, you know, fortunately for us, it became yes. the norm after this moment. But that was uh, the moment. I
2: could put, I could always go back to that show. That's why I brought it up earlier. Like that show was a, a very big changing point for the band. Yeah.
0: And every show that we played on the tour before then, we had some, we had some really good sets. We had some really bad, not really, we had, we had no like horror show sets, but we we had some really good ones. But we were still winning over a crowd of people that had no idea who we were. Yep. Like, we were the, op- you know, we were, like, the random band from New York on a sh- on a on a bill where they were probably there to see their friend's local band, mm-hmm. which is how you do it in the beginning. It was our first tour. It was our first time out of state. That's how you do it. And we, like, we
2: relished that opportunity, like, to, to have the opportunity to steal the stage from the local guy that everyone's going to see. Like, we loved that.
0: Yeah, we loved it, and we did a pretty damn good job doing it, but this was the first time that, like, the crowd was singing every word to all of our songs. And they were like then, yelling out songs for us to play. And I'm like,
2: what is happening?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out it was because I remember talking to some of the kids after. I'm like, how the hell do you guys know our music? They're like, Well, you guys were on the front page of MySpace and we really <laughs> loved that song. Whatever song they What was songs back then? I guess it was like She Walks Through Walls, old fashioned ghost story or something. Yeah. Like those songs. And um Yeah. It was it was amazing. But I think about that from a, from a perspective of like it doesn't even have to be about music this is just a, a life lesson that i learned and i still have today it's like if you want good things to happen in your life you have to just show up that's most of that's that's, it. that's most of most of success in life is just showing up you know just being around things be, meeting more people having more experiences net like in the corporate world they call it networking i hate the term networking it's just like no just go to stuff <laughs> I'm not saying network like that sounds like like contrived. Like go to events. Like oh, people are your coworkers are going to happy hour. Go to happy hour. Trust me, the best things happen at at happy hour for careers. You know, and it and and this was an example. Just just show up, even if it. You never know. Just play every show. Like yeah. you have an opportunity. We're in California. How many times can we play? Um, shows in California We're already here We have all of our equipment yeah. All we have to do Is just show up you know like, what else Why I, would we not do this You know what else
2: I remember from that show That always makes me laugh Is we got you That, uh, that like little kids Conductor set from the, from the store At the train station Oh the train whistle And, and, had, and the they hat had The train whistle And like the, the Black and white striped hat that They wear like Back in like the You know like the 1800s And the, the, train. Scarf. And I the that, scarf I had that I kept
0: and that for like Three or four tours And we still have it In one of the merch I bins I still have a
2: picture Of you in that outfit
0: i love it so good dude i love it i brought that on like every tour afterwards um but no that's a that was a good answer that was a really good answer but why i was talking about the writing a book thing uh it's actually funny because i'm gonna say i'm gonna write a book and everyone's gonna laugh at me like they laughed at me when i said i was gonna start a band they laughed at me when we said we were gonna start a podcast yep And when I say laugh, there's not an actual laugh, but you know, not take you seriously. You know the look in people's face when you say, oh, I'm going to do this. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, sure you are, buddy. You know. How do you think I felt when I told
2: people I was going to start breeding snakes?
0: Yeah, well, people... People looked at me like I was insane. It's because it's it's more common to say these things and then never do it.
2: Oh, I get it 100%. I like being the uncommon.
0: For sure. So the book I want to write... Here's the idea I had. And this is because I've been thinking about, like, I want to write a book. I've been thinking about this since I was like 19 years old. And I always said to myself, there's certain things that you need to do when you're young. And there's certain things that you could do at any age. And I said to myself, becoming like a writer is something that you could do at like 60 or 70. And it doesn't matter. But like you can't be in a band when you're 60. You know, I mean, you can, but you'll you'll play at, you know, at, at, at the local bar, you know. And you'll probably be bald on top with a ponytail, you know what I'm saying?
2: Unless you're bad religion, I feel like those guys will just go forever. Yeah, they might be in their sixties. They're close. They're definitely pushing. Yeah.
0: So I wanna write a book. This is the first time that I've actually felt like I have an idea that makes sense. Okay. I wanna actually write and this is and I'm and I'm saying this with the least amount of obnoxiousness to think that people would even care, but I wanna write about the band and here's why i want to tell the story which i don't think has ever been told at least to my knowledge anything that's that's relevant in pop culture i don't think anyone's ever told the story about all the bands that like don't make it like the bands that just like they play they do it full time it's a great experience it's amazing it's life changing but they don't become like mm-hmm. fam- super famous they always tell the stories about oh yeah you can watch a a movie about Motley Crue. It's like, okay, yeah, they're like the, they're the one in a million, right? Yeah. That like things just all fell into place. Like, but the, all the other bands like what have amazing stories and the fact that they didn't turn into, you know, full fledged rock stars for life is actually more interesting in a lot of ways because you know, you could, if kind of follows like, okay, you know, what did, you know, what, how did it change us as people? Um, What experiences, what shenanigans we got into, all that stuff.
2: And funny enough, uh, the stories are still amazing. (laughs) Yeah. The entire story is still amazing.
0: Yeah. And like, I want to go into like the detail of like kind of more of like the, not just the funny parts, but like the, you know, all the, the like life lessons or the moments, like the, like the defining moments, like that show. Um, or when we were told we were horrible by our first producer. Yeah, man. And then we went back for like three months and just like practiced five nights a week and got awesome yeah. in like three months. Stuff like those that. Those are the moments. And those are like, um, I'll, I'm proud of them. <laughs> Absolutely. And by the way, uh, just disclaimer, I'm, I've been fighting some serious, uh, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if I got the Rona, like part two.
2: Nah, but- I'm telling you, it's this redonkulous Long Island pollen right now. It's killing me Me too. I got this little, <clears throat>
0: I got like this little thing that's always
2: happening. It's everyone. My car is covered in sap. I'm going to get it washed after this. I can't see out of my two side mirrors.
0: Yeah, it's it, crazy. What's going it on? It looks like they got slimed. It's like that movie The Happening with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh the, the the pollen is killing us. We're gonna all we're all going to commit suicide. Yeah. So so sorry. I'm going to be coughing and choking throughout that. All right, man. All right. So that was a good. That was question number one. That was question number one. Okay. Question number two if you If you could change anything about your life, what would it be? <laughs>
2: Should I keep it in rhythm with the first answer? <laughs> it, up to you, my friend. I don't know. I don't want to get like too deep in this one. <laughs> what i'm going to say is, um, we would have put oil in our van.
0: On our last actual tour. Oh my God. That's, I, it almost sounds like um, this was all like pl- planned. And but that that's may a sound great, that's like a great, dumb
2: response, but I'm going to real quick break it down for you. We were having the best tour we had ever had. Monetarily, we were in the green. Shows were packed. We were, the reception was unbelievable wherever we were playing, and it was fantastic. We had one show left on this little run. And it was in Horseheads, New York at like a Christian youth ministry or something.
0: It was literally because we did like a wraparound tour. So we were on our way back. So it was our last show. So it was upstate New York and then we were going to go home.
2: And we, I guess our oil gauge was not working properly and we blew our
0: engine. We didn't have like we didn't have oil in our engine. basically, But the the gauge was was busted. So you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, That moment.
2: Right there is what caused the full collapse of deciding tonight.
0: absolutely. That was the the first domino to fall because but
2: that was that was it. That was what
0: you could you could
2: pinpoint it to that friggin moment.
0: If we check the oil, which we even talked about a couple of days before, like maybe actually a day before, because we were saying the oil gauge was bouncing, yeah, that was the thing. We were like it, it says it has oil, but then it sometimes says it doesn't, and now it says it does again. And we we're like, we should just put oil in it, just in case. And we're like, yeah, we'll we'll do that. You know, let's do this in the last show, and then we'll do it. You know, yeah, and it was a thing. We
2: were like four or five hours away from home, so we're like, as soon as we play this show, we'll get home. We'll get this whole thing serviced, get it ready for the next. You
0: know, Absolutely. adventure. Nope. The piston <laughs> shot out of the engine. <laughs> we were stuck on the side of the road. <sighs> we we got towed to the show. We actually ended up playing the show, and then you know had to get the engine, we had to get a whole new engine for the van. Because we had to get a whole new engine, we had to pay, it was like five grand. And back then, five grand amongst five people in the band, a $1,000 each. A $1,000 is not something that, you know, we were broke, right? So <laughs> some of us, so our, my brother Tom actually fronted the money for all of us because he, he, he had a, a a good savings account at that point because <laughs> yeah. he had he had a real job before before the band that he quit <laughs> to do the band so he had a he had like a stash so he fronted the money and I won't like name names but like most of us paid him back mm. within you know the first couple of weeks or maybe even two months or whatever um, but a few of the guys couldn't. And so that caused us to all be like, well, if other people don't have money to pay back for the engine, like we can't spend any money on any other stuff. (coughs) So sorry for the coughing, guys. So uh, that caused us to not go to uh, our next tour that we were going to do. And we said, oh, instead, let's just save money and stay home and write another album. But we didn't have enough money to get a real <sighs> producer and do it right so we tried to record it ourselves which took months and months and months ended up with like just killing the all the momentum we were on fire at that point we were crushing it like like eric said we were making we were making money we were getting more and, not and more like, popular not like, not like every it was show tons,
2: but it's the first time we were actually in the green like we were coming home and we were each going to have more money than we left with you know like yeah. it was the
0: first time yeah like it was every show we played we were assigning autographs we were like people were asking for my pick so that they could make it into a necklace yep. like it was like that like things got and this was the first time it was really just consistently always like that the stopping and trying to record an album by ourselves uh because of the 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 stra- the financial Tension that was created because of that engine Caused us to lose all momentum Killed kind of the fun of the band And then by the time we actually finished the record We didn't even like put it out Like we put it out We pressed like a thousand copies And just like broke up
2: <laughs> we, so Like un- we
0: never even did like a record release Like we no. didn't even care about it at that point And, we, and that was it And, then, very and then me and Eric that. became bouncers and bartenders again Yeah That's basically what happened I really don't like
2: that album And it could have been so much better if we would have just gone to a studio and done it. But the chain of events really ruined us.
0: Honestly, we should have just never, we should have just kept touring on that one album. We shouldn't
2: have recorded it yet. you were absolutely right. We should just
0: kept going on tour for another six months and then come home and done an album. We were like on fire. We like killed it in the height of, of our awesomeness. We just, you know, what happens is when you play the same songs a lot for you, they get old. But to the audience, it's not, you know? Because they're not yeah. listening to it all day. Like they don't go to all your shows. They go to one, the one one time you're in, you know, Indiana. You know, twice a year they see you. Yeah, they're not going to get sick of you know. No, she walks actually, through the Walls. It's like they're, they they
2: actually like it more because they could sing along. I I mean, we were just we were dumb. I wish I could go back and tell
0: myself. Yeah, that's put a, put oil in the fan. That's a big regret.
2: Yeah. Hey, before you guys hit the road to Horseheads, just uh load up on oil.
0: Yeah, like a Bill and Ted moment, like don't forget to wind your watch. Hey,
2: Pop, I just saw myself and all he said was oil.
0: Yeah. What oh. Think, what do you think what that means? Um, <laughs> is he is he referring to my greasy skin yeah. because I'm an Italian American? he in front of me? Is it my post-puberty uh Was future adolescent- you making yeah. fun of
2: me? Yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. So, you you ready for my third question? Let's hear it. What is something that the vast majority of people think is awesome, like vast majority think is awesome that you hate. Um, I you mean, probably have a few, but like yeah. which one like comes to mind right away? Bacon. Bacon. That's a good one.
2: I feel like bacon over the last like maybe like decade has just become a staple in like everything. It's in desserts. It's in the I, I just I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. People love it. And I just eh, I'm like, whatever.
0: You know what's so crazy? Bacon's so good and so universally loved that I partially don't believe you. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, for years, you've been saying you don't like bacon. I'm like, yeah. do you really not like bacon? Yeah.
2: I always put down the one exception, though, is like steakhouses, because that, to me, is an actual bacon. That's like a piece of ham steak.
0: You know what I mean? Like, yeah they call it bacon but it's not really it's really not
2: when i say bacon i mean like that shriveled up shit you put on a breakfast sandwich or like chop on a salad that i hate that i get i get it no one no you don't no one gets it no i don't i was trying to be everyone i was trying to be a supporter everyone gets annoyed at me for it which is another hysterical thing like calm down guy i can like and hate what i want yeah all right that's that's my thing that's my answer to that that's a good answer
0: all right so that was a that was a good intro how do yeah. you feel? How do you feel about it? I feel it? really good. I'll give it a good, I'll give it a five and a half out of ten. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that low? Okay, six and a
2: half out of ten. I think that was solid. We didn't like mess anything up. We didn't no, but th-
0: I don't think there was any jokes. Did you make a joke at all?
2: Listen, we don't always have to be funny.
0: I was funny a couple weeks ago, we gave, by the way.
2: We gave a look like into our shared history, you know?
0: Yeah, like if somebody opened
2: up our joint web browser, like they would have, That's what we just did. We just gave them a little access to it.
0: They don't have access to our browser history, do they? No. no, Oh, good. Okay. Um, All right. So you guys may notice that uh, it's it's a little quieter today. Yeah. Uh, Our uber-talented production piece master of ceremonies, Mr. Jonesy, is on vacation for the next two weeks.
2: Um, So we kind of had an idea to maybe pay tribute I guess to some of the things he's done over the years for our show shows yeah um, so we're gonna like just maybe throw in a few throughout the course of this episode of things Jonesy has done just a
0: show without his voice would be not decide, uh, not decided not dinner versus dessert <laughs> wow. at all well we just spent 25 minutes That's talking good. about decided That's today good. now
2: we're at a five and a half
0: yeah now I just <laughs> dropped the score an entire point okay we have some oldies that i think will be just a nice fun uh trip down memory lane. Definitely. Do you want to start with one right now?
2: Yeah, i was like looking through the ones when i came here. i noticed you had our original intro. Yeah, from when the show was Roco Radio before it was Dinner for Dessert.
0: Now, to put in perspective, that was 2011 is when we started wow. Roco Radio and we had that intro from day 1. Yeah. So you're about to hear Basically, the original first production piece by Mike Jones. Yeah, wow. So this was, is it. This is the first one. I haven't one. heard
2: it since then, so I'm pretty pumped. It's
0: pretty ridiculous. <laughs> You'll hear it. Um, and the funny thing is, I want to be very mindful to to remind everybody, what you're about to hear was not campy, over the top, like parody, silly. Like this was our serious intro like we thought this is what radio shows needed to have um we even called it radio because nobody knew what podcasts were and we actually had a conversation we're like yeah. it's not really radio it's like yeah but nobody knows what a podcast is so we'll just call it roco radio You're absolutely and they'll get it. right so we yeah listen to this intro you'll you'll see what i mean word
1: Entertainment, you're listening to Roko Radio.
0: Welcome to Roko Radio. I'm your host Pomp here with my hetero life mate Eric. What up? Tony the prospect. Yeah, yeah. And Mike Jones, the producer.
2: so that was it <laughs> that was it
0: that's how we that's how we used to start every show we also had another uh like co-host at the time yeah Tony the prospect he would have not been a prospect anymore by now
2: no no he would have ten years later he would have graduated yeah
0: so yeah we used to introduce ourselves every episode oh man welcome to Roco radio I'm your host Pomp. hey, I could still do it. Here with me as always, my hetero life mate Eric. What up, Tony the Prospect? <laughs> and Mike Jones, the producer.
2: And he would always have like a different response every week.
0: Oh yeah, Did, he didn't do one in that. In that, oh, in that no. version, he always had a wild one. Yeah. So that was our original intro. So yeah. cheesy. We didn't know what we were doing yet. Oh man, podcasting was in its infancy. We were on like an Apple IIe or whatever the hell we were using, dude. It was so long ago that to listen to a podcast, you had to like know what the RSS feed was. So you needed to like get the URL. It would be like rocoradio.com slash rss.xml. You'd have we, to copy and paste it into a, a podcast app that yeah. was like, you know, sketchy on the App Store. We just had a, uh, the
2: website and we would put the link on the website where you could just click it and it would play it
0: on your phone. Yeah, you needed full on like computer programming skill to to get this thing in on the interwebs.
2: Things were weird, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think people actually listen probably on their computers at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were really listening to us on the phone. No. Wow. But I mean, still good quality for for totally. an intro, but it's just, you know, it was just the style was was bad. Also, we had
2: the Talking Heads, uh, Psycho Killer, in there, which was pretty nice. Yeah,
0: and uh, we're probably going to get song. sued now. Nah. Yeah. That nah. is a great song. I don't, I don't believe that people sue anymore for nonsense on podcasts. Yeah. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. I, I have an idea. Okay. I have a Google Home Mini, one of those little, um, I don't know, smart home devices. Yeah. That's... Still brand new packet in the package, in the box. I think we should give it away to an audience member plus a gift card. Maybe a gift card to like um, Taco Bell.
2: I was going to say Cold Stone Creamery, but Taco Bell works. How about a
0: $10 gift card to Taco Bell? Yeah. But we have to come up with a a way uh, to pick an audience member to get it.
2: I think, do you have something in mind? No, not at all. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this live. I think we have uh, have them create thirty seconds or less, uh, either like bits or songs that we could play on air, and maybe have a vote on. Oh my god, so production pieces? Yeah. All right. It doesn't have to be crazy. We're not gonna vote it on like technical ability.
0: Not on production quality. No. You can literally use your phone. Just hit the voice. Use the voice memos app which is already on your phone
2: because it's not fair if somebody has like training in that field you know what i mean yeah so we're gonna base it on creativity and how it makes us feel on
0: the inside yeah 15 seconds that's Make, what i said
2: 30 or less 30 seconds i, or I less. say
0: 15 so because
2: i mean if we i think 30 seconds is a nice cutoff there's not so much you can do in 15 seconds that's a really short amount of time all right
0: okay so come up with a production piece under a. Uh, for 30 seconds can we make it a theme oh yeah
2: absolutely you can
0: a a fake commercial i mean it's our choice a fake commercial good idea good idea a fake commercial for a product uh whether the product's real or not is it It can be a product
2: or a service i think
0: yeah yeah product or service um and that's it yeah so this uh, is awesome because then if they're good we could use them as like fake commercial breaks yes for stuff we need a backlog of uh, production pieces, so why Especially not?
2: Especially short commercial pieces. You can yeah. always plug those.
0: Yeah. And by the way, remember, the commercial could literally be you talking. You don't, have to, you don't have to get fancy. But it could be good if you could figure out a way to get some music in it, in yeah. the background or something. If it's a jingle, you're probably going to win. Let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the only person who's not allowed to participate is Jones, <laughs> obviously.
2: Are we gonna let Blank participate or no?
0: Blank man, um
2: I feel like he's already got a job in like our jingle department.
0: He is like he's uh, he's our um he's our up and coming talent, you know? He's uh he's, he's our, really in- impressing the scouts in uh in triple. He's I in right our now.
2: incubator, can we just say that?
0: Yeah, he's in <laughs> 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 Yeah. Well, since we're dinner for dessert, is he baking in the oven? Ooh, Ooh.
2: this guy over here.
0: Ding, fries are done. Ding, (laughs) fries are done. Um, You can't do that one either. (laughs) Uh, All right, so that's it. That'll be our thing. That's awesome. So submit your production pieces to dinnerfordessert at gmail.com, and the winner will get a Google Home Mini and a $10 gift card to Taco Bell, or anything of your choice, actually. Fair enough, right? Because it doesn't have to be Taco Bell. Just yeah. whatever you want. Yeah,
2: ten dollar gift card to an an eatery of your choice.
0: Yeah, we'll make it eleven dollars if it's extra funny. Yes,
2: eleven. Just because I want, I would love to go to like a Wendy's and be like, "Can I have an eleven dollar gift card?"
0: Oh my god, eleven dollars and twenty five cent gift card, please.
2: Well, you can only get uh, you know ten or fifteen. I'll be like, "All right, give me the fifteen and then four nuggets."
0: Yeah, <laughs> use some of the <laughs> gift card and then give it to the person. It's a great idea. Okay. So that's good. That, that'll that be fun. Cool. We'll see what we get. And we'll give a... Let's put a limit, a uh, time limit on this contest. Uh, well,
2: so here's the deal. I don't think we're going to be doing a show next week.
0: We're not. Yeah, so we'll be off next week, and we're going to get better at telling you guys when we're off. Next week, we will be off. There will be so no So we're giving new you a week's notice. We
2: don't want to surprise anymore with things like that.
0: So no show next week.
2: Jones won't be here, and we have my niece's high school graduation, and it's going to be a, a bender of a
0: weekend, so... We may get drunk and just record an episode on our iPhones and, and upload it drunk, drunkenly, but we'll see. But we can't make any promises. So we just want to let you know. So
2: I think you have now, you'll have two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks.
0: And also, if you could tell me what that's from in our Instagram, you just message us on Instagram. Uh, you'll uh, get a shout out. We'll give you a shout <laughs> yeah.
2: out. Over the air, high five.
0: Yeah, we'll give you an attaboy. <laughs> two weeks.
2: So you have two weeks. So so get it to us. Uh, what's how many days are in June? Uh, uh, Thirty. I have no idea. July third, I believe, is the Saturday, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Get it to us before. Get it to us before. Uh, before Fourth of July,
0: or on Fourth of July. I'm actually just
2: going to do like what most people would do right now and look at a calendar. Don't do it. It's not fun. I have to. So there's 30 days in June, right? Which means the 26th is this coming Saturday, which we won't be doing a show. The following show would be on the 3rd. So you have until Friday, July 2nd to do this. So we could play them on the Saturday, July 3rd
0: show. That's plenty of time.
2: Right? Yeah. Perfect. So you have until Friday, July 2nd to
0: get these into us. Yes. By the way, when I'm in, so I'm going to be in L.A. the week of the 12th. Of July? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be there Monday through Friday, so I guess we won't miss an episode. Forget it. But I was going to say, if, if for whatever reason we could figure out a way, I could call in from, from, the, from the West Coast. Call into what? I don't know. I, I have to give you all the equipment. Forget <laughs> it. Let's not, let's not <laughs> worry about it, because I'm going to be home by Saturday. Yay. Yay. Yay, airlines. Yay, planes. <laughs> um, awesome. So I got more Ooh. old stuff. Ooh. I, yeah, didn't, some-
2: I didn't peek at the rest, so let's, we're just going to grab some stuff and play it? Yeah, why not? All right, I'm down. Yeah.
1: 103.6. The Clue. The Clue. Game 1. <laughs> 103.6 The Clue Summer Concert Calendar Tonight at the Cock and Wallop and Neptune, the original Jersey Shore Ladies Night drink specials and more and check out our chocolate dungeon where hot women dance while getting sprayed with hershey's syrup that's tonight at the cock and wallop on route 35 south in neptune tonight at the wacky charleston it's the seventh annual amputee beauty pageant with over 90 dollars in cash and prizes register at the new brunswick bowling alley or at scummy limousines in hoboken that's tonight at the wacky charleston The all-new Bounce by the Ounce is the party place for young adults. You can dance in our cool, red, awesome atmosphere from 8 until 10 with 100% no alcohol served. Come by Wednesday night from 8 to 8.15 for Bottomless Hour. Bounce by the ounce in Lodi, New Jersey. Wednesdays are hot at Ronald Reagan's Roxy Club. Tonight it's Motown Recording Artist Rockwell and special guest Buster Poindexter. Plus, 103.6 The Clues Dinner for Dessert Program will be broadcasting live. That's tonight at Ronald Reagan's Roxy Club in Merrick Long Island next to the Pastrami King. 103.6 The Clues Summer Concert Calendar. Concert Calendar brought to you by Huckabunka in Sayerville.
2: That was that was a good one. I haven't heard that in so long, and it still holds up
0: that might that might be that's very funny that might be in the top five, yeah, I would not say top, number like number one is always going to be the Kia commercial to me because it's so sweet it's me actually too. like deep and makes yeah. you like you know think about life uh but this one that's really good uh the cocking Wallop is the best name for a club <laughs> yeah. ever uh they're, they're, what was it the chocolate dungeon? <laughs> yeah. It sounds so filthy,
2: I right? I like think that you could register at the New Brunswick Bowling Alley
0: or Scummy Limousines. Scummy Limousines. With, oh, my God. Right next to the pastrami place in Merrick, Long Island. It's the pastrami uh, king, first of oh, all. Oh, whatever.
2: <laughs> that so place good. Fs, by the way. Oh, that's a real place? Oh, yeah. It's, it's so good, but it's so expensive. Oh, it's amazing. But it's good. Oh, so good.
0: The um, wallop. The wallop. So there's another production piece that I want to play, but I think we maybe play it at the end of the show because it's not really a production piece. It was actually a live in-studio performance of uh, from our friend Tommy Luckert, who's super talented.
2: Oh, that was a good... That was a Roco radio episode. Right? Yeah, he
0: played acoustic uh, on the show for us live. One take crushed it with a cover of Eric's favorite songwriter and lyricist, um, Bruce Springsteen.
2: But I enjoy this version a lot because it's not Springsteen.
0: Yeah, because what and it's the song called "I'm on Fire," which is the only Bruce Springsteen song that I like deeply. Um, you could even say I love it, but it's not saying like like uh, Springsteen spruce uh, <laughs> with. You know, no,
2: instead, it's it's sung in sweet Tommy Luckard voice.
0: I mean, he's got he's got a, he's got a sexy voice. That's, a, you know, that's as a as a as a heterosexual man, I have to say, like, I could get I, I would understand if like if my wife had a crush on him all right, after I'm, hearing him perform. That. Like, I'm not like, s- all right, I, I get it. You I'm could, not you saying have I
2: have a crush on the guy, but he's a uh, decorated Marine. Who now lives in Nashville has a beautiful like beard and ponytail, and does woodworking. He's like, like maybe carves beautiful like tables and furniture. Like what's not to like about this dude? Good for you, Heather, for locking him up when you did.
0: I know, right? Like you know, the man has really you know he's really blossomed into <laughs> into quite quite a you know quite a lovely individual. Yeah, decorated so, war hero. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he actually went to war in the Marines. No. I don't know, but yeah. whatever.
2: I think he did graduate number one in his class, though. Yeah, he did, which is super awesome. Yeah, so yeah, he's like a he's like a solid guy. He's a yo- yoga enthusiast. Oh my god, yeah, it's right. Not only is he ent- he's like a certified yogi, whatever you
0: call it, yogi bear. Obviously, I wouldn't know, <laughs>
2: but yeah,
0: um, he he's the first person I ever knew that drank coconut water. Yep. He, he probably smells good. That I'm sure he does. Guess. He probably smells like, like, um, Dracar Noir. No, and, no, and, he doesn't and, smell and, like cologne. And wood shavings. It's more like wood shavings, like cedar, you he know? He smells <laughs> like cedar all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah.
0: that, we're going to play that at the end of the show. All later. right, that's a good, yeah, that's a good outro song. That's nice. Yeah. So we had, um very uh specific feedback this week i think we should we should do the feedback loop but it's really just two topics
2: yeah okay. we got a
0: crap ton of feedback but on two very s- specific items so you want yep. you want to do a quick Yeah uh, feedback loop we can get into that Word hit it, it made fake fake for feedback loop it made fake fake
1: for feedback loop that was fake. It made fake fake for feedback loop
0: wow we're, we're
2: professionals so we got two specific feedbacks 1000 times each
0: yeah <laughs> so basically each. every single listener to the podcast uh wrote in to us on the topic number one their tips on how to make the perfect burger based on my uh wall burgers uh burger meat impulse purchase at the at uh king cullen which
2: i'm not gonna lie i totally enjoyed reading a bunch of them because it just gave me extra tips on how to make a better burger
0: yeah and i love every everybody's got you know a lot of the feedback was um consistent mm-hmm. which is great because that means that there's something to it some of it was like ah well that's that's your style i don't know if i would do that and I'll i'll, I'll walk through that but then the other the other feedback was for your thing
2: for crocs there's a video that was uh, posted, I guess, right after the show last week of a father giving his son like a, basically like a sit down talk. But it was about Crocs and about having uh, having the back down like I talked about on the show, which is sport mode where it goes around the back of your heel so you could run and then flipping it up where you wear it like a, a sandal. And the father's like giving a lesson to his son, like flipping it up, flipping it down. And it's hysterical.
0: But he actually calls it four-wheel drive and yeah. two-wheel drive or something like that. Which is awesome to me because that's <laughs> yeah. just a better way of saying
2: sport mode and regular mode. Yeah. Um, so everyone on Instagram either tagged me in this or sent me this. It had to be upwards of like 15, 20 of you. And I just want to say thank you so much. I'm glad that my, my Crocs talk made it out. And I hope you all now take me and this gentleman's advice and get yourself a pair. Yeah. Because they're great. Yeah.
0: Their, their style, their function, they are a lifestyle, you know?
2: They are. And they, you can buy these things called gibbets, which are like these little charms that pop into the holes in the, the, all around the crocs. And they have like different sayings on them or like different like characters from like movies or TV shows. So you can customize your shoe to like whatever
0: you want. Can you Visco girl your, your crocs? Pretty much, but
2: that's not a thing anymore.
0: Oh, Visco girls are out of style. You
2: could charm up your crocs, though, you, with gibbets, which is dope. Like, my
0: boy Steph. Is Visco, like, not a. Like, do people use that app anymore?
2: I don't know. I don't know, but you don't hear the term anymore. Like, my niece is white. I hear all this from, so she doesn't ever say it anymore. Interesting. So, my buddy has, like, all white crocs, and he got this just sport mode gibbet that he has on the side. So it just says sport mode on it. It's dope. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he's like a 30 year old guy. It's pretty. That's there's, like, pretty no amazing. limit to gibbets, man.
0: No Limit to Gibbets. That might be the podcast episode name. <laughs> um, the other feedback around the, the, the hamburger. So I'll give you some of it, right? So um, essentially, one of the biggest uh, items was around where to actually grill the burger. So now I was specifically talking about, you know, a barbecue, right? So on a grill. On a flat top... If you really want to get like the full- on what which I've been trying to do is get like the shake shack flavor like you have to use a flat top I totally get that um, I make a mean burger inside, but I'm trying to do a summer barbecue burger, so I just wanted to be specific about that. I do happen to have which I'm going to try actually tomorrow for Father's Day I have a um, you know my dad and my father in- law are coming here. I'm going to finally use this piece of my barbecue that I never use, which is the center of the grill. I could actually take out. It's like a circle. And I could put in, Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically a flat top, whatever you want to call it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Cast iron. There you go. It's a cast iron thing Wait, just that you gonna put say in say Thank
2: you to yourself.
0: Thank you to your your look of of disgust at me for motivating me to figure out what it was called. I
2: thought you were thanking yourself for figuring it out.
0: No, it was was the S-H-I-T face you gave me. That you know was uh, the extra boost I needed in my brain to remember. It's basically a cast iron skillet that goes into the middle of my grill. So I'm going to use that tomorrow and see how that works. Because what I also got in feedback was an article from my brother Tom from some guy who was on the same quest as me to make... To make the Shake Shack burger, you know, to recreate it, and one of the things that he said he figured out through repeated trial and error was you need to get you need to get the meat to basically stick to the pan so that it burns, right? So like you can't you have to use clearly you can't do that on a on a grill, but also you've got to make sure that it's not you know you're not oiling it or putting butter or anything because it needs to it needs to get stuck on purpose okay. which is what gives it that um that crust which is what makes shake shack burgers so delicious to me is that texture like the outside has almost like yeah it's got a, a crust on it i guess is the best way to describe it okay um i'm sure there's a technical term and i'm sure you know our friend chef ben who will write in what he does every week saying something i said wrong will explain to me what it's really called so ben i can't wait for your sending cl- messages i don't think
2: he called you wrong this week though
0: it always starts with like, Pomp made me angry this week. What Pomp said annoyed me. Uh, it's it's usually that. And by the way, everyone who sends those types of messages, you're not unique. <laughs> everyone says it. That's all our feedback starts with Pomp annoyed me with something he said this week. Um, so Ben will, I'm sure, start his message with, it's not called crust, it's called bark, or something stupid like that. It's like, I get it, you're a chef. Good for you, man. Like... Good for you. You became a cook. I'm proud of you. Um, so anyway, the, that was one of the things in the article was you need to get it to be super hot so that it sticks, so that it creates that crust, which, I may, which makes sense. Also, feedback that I got from Isaac. Remember good old Isaac? The guy mm-hmm. who once dressed like a woman at a Halloween party and you and me kind of had a crush on him <laughs> yeah. until we found out he was a dude. Um still had a crush on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Um the it's gotta get super hot before you put the before the meat down. Nobody disagreed with any of my stuff really. It was just adding, which was nice. Well, my, my biggest thing is about you know how to you know how how to keep the the, the uh chopped meat like loose mm-hmm. so that it's not uh it doesn't get like a hockey puck. And to add the salt Right as you throw it on the grill, yeah. not not earlier. If you put it on earlier, it draws all the. Moisture and I know out.
2: Jones's brother was all about the Worcestershire sauce.
0: Yeah, see, that's one of those ones where I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip that. See, I would try one with it. I would try one, but that puts it in a new. Now you're going down another genre. You just, you
2: just wanted a basic salt and pepper max seasoning.
0: I'm trying. Burger. To, I'm trying yeah. to recreate what I believe to be the most satisfying cheeseburger on the planet, which is the Shake Shack burger. The reason why I think the Shake Shack burger is the perfect blend of, it's all the simple ingredients, so there's nothing special. I know they do have the Shake Shack sauce, which that's easy to recreate. I actually have a bottle of the, you know, quote-unquote special sauce in my fridge at the moment, so I'll put that on tomorrow when I, when I make my Shake Shack wannabe. But, like, but for, for the most part, it's really simple ingredients. It's just the right amount of everything like the burger patty is like the right it's not too thick like i hate restaurant i hate upscale restaurant burgers i think those are the worst burgers they're usually like eight inches tall and you have to like stretch your jaw out to take a bite or like cut them in half i don't want to cut my burger in half i don't want it on a freaking brioche bun yeah that's like stop
2: it already jesus right?
0: christ so that you know, so the Worcestershire sauce I feel like goes down a different path. And I and, and not okay, I'm not against it. It's the same thing like when last week when you said Bubba Burgers. It's like, yeah, that's a different genre though. That's like saying, you know, trying to compare like Domino's and and you know, a regular pizza place. You you're know, right, you're right. Uh what was the other feedback I got? Um, I think those were the biggest ones. The grill's gotta be really hot. Uh you can't ever get that. Full, perfect texture on a on a grill, like on a on a barbecue grill. You have to do it on some sort of flat surface. And then the other one was the blend of meat, mm-hmm. right? So it's like brisket, uh, uh, sirloin. I keep forgetting. I keep writing it down and then forgetting. Hold yeah, on. Yeah,
2: because it could be multiple different things. Just you want a, a blend of three.
0: Okay. So, yeah, it's sirloin, chuck, and brisket. Mm-hmm. What I, what my brother Tom sent me, the guy who was trying to recreate this feels after multiple experiments that 50% sirloin, 25% chuck, 25% brisket is the blend that he believes he's not, he doesn't know because I don't know if anyone knows. He believes that's the combo that Shake Shack uses. Okay. So I'm going to try that tomorrow. I got to go to the butcher and get it. But I want to make this very clear. The Wahlburgers meat was perfect. It was perfect. It tasted amazing. So my guess is the Wahlburgers combo is probably pretty close to that mix of sirloin, chuck, and
2: brisket. I have to come clean with you right now about something that I've been uh, keeping a secret for a long time. You're a vegetarian? I've never had a Shake Shack burger.
0: You've never had a Shake Shack burger? No holy beep
2: that was a long curse
0: (laughs) yeah well that this is you just blew my mind right now i wasn't prepared for this
2: i usually just don't chime into conversations because i don't want to tell people that i didn't have one
0: eric you know there's a shake shack on on long island where by like best Buy and west
2: obviously i did not know
0: that what are you doing after this I'm dead serious. Oh I'll go God. with you. I know you got to get your car washed. I'll go with you to get your car washed, and we're going to go to Shake Shack, and then you can come right back home. No, nah, not today. You son of a beast thing. All right. Well, Shake Shack, there's so one There's a, really
2: one in, what is that, Westbury? By
0: like Best Buy, yeah.
2: Is it all, it's on Old Country Road?
0: Yeah, it's in like a shopping mall. Oh, it's-, it's drive- like a, Not a shopping mall. Sorry. What is it called? Is it like a standalone? Like a drive through or no? It's a no? strip mall. It's like a, it's like a strip mall. Two-floor. Yeah, but is, is it a
2: drive-through or is it, you have to go like inside it?
0: I think I go inside. Ugh, so much work.
2: Yeah, but all right, let's do that then. We'll do that like one evening, maybe. It's the best burger. It's you'll see.
0: Okay. Um.
2: So that, right, so, that so, was so, our feedback.
0: Yeah, that was it. It was basically everybody's, uh, everybody's pro tips on how to make a good uh, burger. Um, and everybody's sending Eric the same viral video of someone explaining Crocs to their kids. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's good feedback.
2: It was pretty solid. I did get a video from... Uh, she sent it to Dinner for Dessert, but to, she texted it to me, for Lucy from the Metal Gal Radio podcast, and she basically just gave us a rundown of, of the sandwich that she loves. Um, it was her ordering it, unwrapping it, describing it, and eating it. And I got this like beautiful business idea that I <laughs> I pitched to her that she should do an OnlyFans non nude where she just eats describes and eats things and I was like, There's so many people that have a fetish for that in this world that you could probably get paid off of it.
0: Oh man, there's one like girl in like Korea who just like eats noodles yes. on okay. camera. There's on also YouTube. the girl who
2: smashes her face in bread, who has like a hundred thousand followers. Yeah. So if a scenester girl with tattoos, you know what I mean, like that can sell. So I pitched that idea out.
0: I agree. You know, honestly, there's a there's a little bit of an uh, of a of a competitive advantage. And I'm just this is the truth, right? Sex sells. There's a competitive advantage for anyone in the entertainment industry who happens to be a good-looking girl. You're gonna <laughs> like. I think about it all the time. Like, you, oh, you want to you you want a surefire way to get noticed as a band like get a hot girl singer <laughs> yeah. that's it uh, it's so be, simple be a little bit above average and uh-huh. you'll be famous yep I, 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 it's true it's like true. if decided tonight like if you were yeah. you know yeah. you know Gwen know. Stefani looking dude I know we'd be famous yeah Just I also saying.
2: I also pitched her quick idea I was like hey how about you model some of my snakes that I'm gonna sell because you holding that is going to get more eyes than me.
0: Like Cassandra, or Cassandra, depending on the day, uh, from Wayne's World <laughs> yes. in her, in her uh, debut music video. Yes. That's a good idea.
2: I just knew you'd agree with me on those two pitches that I threw out. It's a great idea. Yeah, I thought so too. How could
0: you disagree? Uh, yeah, I know. Well, Eric, I think this has been a great, um, you know, somewhat normal podcast, it, it, considering that we're down mm-hmm. one-third of our, of our crew. Oh, uh, are we going to, I
2: think our friend Blank sent in feedback, uh, uh, a little piece of media. Oh, yeah. oh
0: can we, yeah. Can
2: we play that real quick before we do the closeout?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, let's do it. All right, dope. So wait, wait, do we need to lead it in? Do we need um, to?
2: We kind of just were in a group chat. And we, were, we were seeing, you know, Jones is on vacation, so he wasn't, he didn't have his equipment with him, obviously, to get us anything. Yeah. Our friend Blank scrambled and made us a quick one, and uh, we're going to play it. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Do you believe in FaceTime or Or do you just like to talk? I'm not gonna lie, I'll be false or untrue I'd rather not speak to
1: you Another spam call on my ringing phone It's never someone that I love My voicemail
0: is down because I'm never around. Send me an email. Send me an email. But
1: not now. Not now. You've got mail. Send me.
2: Well done. Yeah, Blake, man. That's awesome. So we've always uh, sung the words, send me an email to the tune of real life, send me an angel. And this is like the first time it's ever been an actual thing.
0: This is now, now it's official. So now it's, I'm it's, fired up. Uh, as the, uh, the nerds would say, now it's canon. Ooh. Yeah, it's canon. Ooh. I don't know what that means, by the way. Like, I know what it means, but I don't know why that the word canon is. I don't know a lot of things. Yeah, but I, I promise you, we're going to get feedback <laughs> yeah. this week. They'll be like, Pomp, I do not know what Canon is. I mean, I know what a Cannon is. It shoots, you know, I know who, Cannon Nick, I know who
2: Nick Cannon is. Yeah,
0: he's hilarious, by <laughs> he's the hilarious.
2: way. hilarious. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Blank, yeah, man. Blank is really coming into his own as a production piece. Oh, I love man. it. I love it. You know, you could tell. So, as <laughs> it's so funny. You could tell that he was singing that as quiet as he could to not annoy his girlfriend
2: <laughs> or his neighbors or his neighbors yeah. or he just get
0: kind of embarrassed because it was ridiculous because <laughs> yeah. he was doing like the Do you believe in heaven above like that like the in, the inside voice uh, except for when he did You've Got Mail then 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 the ripped. big boy yeah then the yeah. big boy voice came out. Uh, whereas what Jones does is, I feel like Jones is so probably so loud, and his girlfriend, <laughs> his wife, now is probably just so used to it that she doesn't even flinch. <laughs> yeah. um, but that that was so good. Well done, nice blank job. man. Thank and he you. did it. He did it like I was like, blank man. Any chance you could uh, work some magic and make a production piece? And an hour and a half later, he sent us this. List. Yeah. So, so thank
2: you, sir. That was awesome. Um, yeah. So I guess we're gonna clip it. Yeah. This is, it's, it's been, been an it's been awesome fun. it's been a fun episode. Um, it's been
0: a serious episode it's yeah been very deep i feel yeah and i like that we did a lot of chatting today we did i um, feel like i should hug you after we, we, get, we finish <laughs> we can yeah you hug me i don't know if you noticed
2: i, I bought your kids sunglasses today did you we got all our like um like vendor swagger at the bar last night from all like the the beer and liquor companies they send you like sunglasses like lip balms and stuff you know what i mean and I got uh just a bunch of sunglasses, so I bought them each a pair and they were running around with them before. You are I think a Emily great got man. the Coney Island Brewing sunglasses and Zach. Aiden took some green like lime company ones. I don't
0: know. Well done. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that, man. Yeah, man, of course. And the the crazy thing is like those little things are more entertaining for kids. Like something as simple as that. Like I I I've got more mileage out of cardboard boxes and I know yeah, that's a cliche, yeah, yeah. but it's actually true. We got, um, we got Emily for, she graduated pre-K yesterday. I saw the picture. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I took, yeah, I took so many pictures, but I, I I don't post on social media anymore. I post like once every three months and I had a million awesome pictures and I just picked them one like vanilla, just like her standing (laughs) there because I was like, all right, you know,
2: I get it though. I respect that you do that. There's no need for everyone to see those moments. Yeah. Keep that for yourselves. Yeah.
0: No and you know, do you guys does anyone really care? Screw the pub. Yeah. Word. Um but anyway, we got her a a telescope. I seen as a as a pre K graduation gift. It's like a little you know, little kind of toy one. She'll probably use that twice and (laughs) probably collect dust somewhere. It's just it's that's how it goes. That's life. But those sunglasses, I bet you are going to get about you know, 10 years of mileage. She was them. wearing them
2: on the couch watching TV before. Yeah.
0: So thank you for that. Yeah, but, man. I can't wait to hug you later. <laughs> it's going to be such a long embrace.
2: I know. And then we have, uh, we're going to have an off week next week. But at least we'll be together on Saturday, just not doing the show.
0: No. At, you know what? We'll be building up uh, experiences yes. next week so that we could talk about it on the show because I'm sure something ridiculous will happen. Yeah. I'll probably get drunk. My wife will probably yeah. leave me there.
2: We have a carnival food truck coming, so we're going to eat some disgusting foods. Oh, nice. They have a, did you, did you know
0: you just when you said we're going to eat some uh, you know, foods and you said with an S, you know what it made me think of? How in England, they don't call it math. They call it maths. Maths. And I, was, when I when I first heard it, I was like, that's stupid. But then I realized that it's because it's short for mathematics. And I'm like, oh, man, they're right. We're the ones that are wrong. Just the, uh, I just thought of that. Oh, and you want to know another one that blows my mind? Did you know that the word data is plural? Like one one data is actually one datum, D-A-T-U-M, datum. Two data, one datum. Blowing your mind right now or Datum, not? datum. <laughs> datum, 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 datum. That's my, uh, that's my nerd fun fact. All not right. so fun fact. All right. Remember when, when I used to try to make hashtags go viral and it never worked? Like fake fun fact, not so fun fact. All good hashtags to make jokes, but it never, it never took off.
2: It's all right. It's literally the, the effort that counts to me. Yeah.
0: Not so fun fact is a great hashtag. It was good. It was good. And then you just read out a fact that nobody cares about, like uh, like the singular of data is datum.
2: What was the movie spoiler one you tried? Oh,
0: Stale, stale, stale Spoilers. Stale Spoilers was great. Stale Spoilers, like, you know. Uh, Jenny got Jenny AIDS. gets AIDS. <laughs> 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 oh, we could bring that one back. I that feel was, like that, that was that, quality. What, let's, can we start doing hashtags again? Yes. We need to get on Twitter, though. Stale Movie like, Spoilers was mint. That was so good. We could do it on, on on Facebook. I feel like that's the only place we'll Ew, get any reactions is, is Fache Book. But no no one of our listeners is on Twitter, I don't think.
2: Twitter stinks too.
0: Should we do Twitter? Should we be start tweeting? Nope. No. I guess Instagram? Yeah. All right. What's a good stale spoiler for I don't this know. Week? We're not gonna we'll we'll post it this week. Oh, okay. Um can I use a picture from yesterday? of my son Aiden being yes. really excited yes, as that as, picture was awesome. as a meme for us to use for mm-hmm. for stuff. That was a really good picture. Okay, I am going to do that too today.
2: All right. All right. So until uh, 2 weeks from now. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye. Peace.
0: Here little girl is your daddy home Did to go. Bad desire Oh, I'm on fire Tell me now, baby, is he good to you? Can he do to you all the things that I can do? I can take you higher Oh, I'm on fire Oh, I'm on fire I'm the last someone to the nine, baby, edging your door Put a six in valley through the center of my soul. And I don't wake up with my sheets soaking wet, and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Only you can cool my desire. Oh, I'm on fire.